Welcome to Delay of Game. I'm Jeff Gauthier. I'm Matt. I'm Jacob. And Will. All right. Uh, the gang's we, all here, man. Yeah, we're actually here. Uh, last week, uh, zero of us were here. Uh, we took a little break. The holidays were a thing, and we were all busy uh, with personal live stuff. But we, uh, we we're took back. we took some time to uh, you know reflect on what we're thankful thankful for and yeah. appropriate some culture and yeah. Turns yeah. out we were all thankful for uh, not being on a podcast. It looks like. I, God knows I was thankful. <laughs> Anything else particularly you're thankful for this year? Um, I'm thankful for uh, five touchdown passes from Drew Brees the other day. What? What? Is he on your fantasy? No. Just but although Ben, ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown are, so all those garbage touchdowns at the end, I was a big fan of that. <laughs> I was like probably the only person rooting for the Steelers to uh, almost come back, but not all the way. Right. It was, uh, yeah, that so. last little bit, of the last quarter, of the game, last few minutes of the game were, uh, I was surprised it came back there. You, you know what I noticed is, uh, you know, obviously that last touchdown and uh, two point conversion they scored with no time left on the clock. Yeah. I saw multiple uh, Twitterers, Saints mm-hmm. Twitterers, and uh, other uh, entities that cover the Saints. You tweet out, T-I? yeah, yeah, the Twitterati, the Saints Twitterati. <laughs> they all tweeted out the wrong final score before the game was over. Like they all had their stories wrapped up, and it's just like Saints defeat Steelers thirty-five to twenty-four, and you know, yeah. Steelers scored eight more points. So it doesn't matter if you have it right as long as you have it first. That's what I learned in my uh, one semester at Journo School. So there you that go. explains a lot of like CNN and MSNBC and Fox News's uh, tweets in the past couple of years. It's just like, hey, uh, it's basically it's basically Dewey defeats Tr- uh, uh, Truman uh, all over again. Yeah, but that's a consistent theme. I mean, uh, didn't half of them butcher it when the Affordable Care Act withstood yeah. the Supreme Court? Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people got that one. Yeah, wrong. and I think Prop Eight too was another one uh, out in California, the uh, same-sex marriage bill. Think that one? Uh, there was another one that everybody was like, "Hey, uh, oh, <laughs> oh, hey, nobody indicted that guy from Ferguson." Yeah, yeah. that kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, um, I could have sworn I saw at least one news that like get that one wrong. Yeah, I don't remember which one. <coughs> Buzzfeed. Probably, but we're looking at you, Buzzfeed. Because if they weren't Buck wrong about feed. if they weren't wrong about that, there's something that they've been wrong for <laughs> that we haven't chast- chastised them for yet. So uh, we're gonna yell at them for this. Um. Yeah, that was crazy. A lot of crazy things happening in the news lately. Um, uh, Bill Cosby still a rapist, allegedly. Uh, I think it's, I are we really going there? No, I think, I think it's past no, we're not. Allegedly. No, we're not. <laughs> I might as well Most just, likely, <laughs> might, might, might as well tease it out. Yeah, I mean, it totally makes gives a creepy edge to him. You know, you yeah. think about him being like, you put the GHB in the book, <laughs> and then you know. Like, <laughs> It I puts mean, the pudding on the skin. Uh, it, it also, unless it gets the sweater again. I, there's a, there, who was it? Oh, there was a, this comic that was in town. Uh, he's touring with uh, Hannibal Buress, and he was uh, at Carlton Station for the open mic, just dropping in, doing some things. And he was he was talking about the Cosby thing, and he was like, 15 people like accusing him, like. You kind of have to just take that as the truth at that point. He's like, if you hear, if like, he's like, if you see me at Oz one time, I can be like, oh, they have really good nachos. You're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. And you see me a second time at Oz, you're like, uh, hey, that's uh, you know, the, the music's pretty good here. It's all right. And but if you see me there 16 times, uh, I'm blowing somebody. <laughs> like, like, it's pretty obvious if you do something enough times. And and also there was a dude who uh, apparently supposedly was writing out the checks to pay off the women to like keep their mouth shut. But he was writing it off his own checking account so that way it would like basically launder the money for uh, Bill Cosby. Oh, that's un- that's so untraceable, man. Yeah. You can't even trace that. I know. It looks like this one dude Except from NBC or whatever was paying paying off these women unbeknownst to Cosby. You know, like he could have, Cosby could totally plead uh, plausible deniability I think, on that. I think it's just kind of awesome how it turns out all these sitcom dads that we all grew up with mm-hmm. are turning out to be yeah. real fucking Yeah, the, the Seventh oh, Heaven dad. Like, 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 no, 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 like. A lot of it's like Bob Saget, if he used to make jokes about, like, the girl, the, um, oh, yeah, the ones that look like aliens. Like the he, friend, Becky? 
No, no, no. The 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 twins, Mary Kate and Ashley. Oh Olsen. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he apparently the entire time he was making jokes about fucking them to like Uncle Jesse and shit, yeah. and like yeah, really. You know, uh, what's his face turned out to be a creep as well. I'd, like Tim Allen was a cocaine. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. that was before he was. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like they yeah, all, they all have this kind of weird, funny, sordid past yeah. that slowly comes out. And then there was just the the Seventh Heaven Dad just recently, yeah. like, child oh, porn or man, something that's, like that. That's, yeah, that's a lot more. But that's even funnier way. though because like didn't, wasn't he like a preacher on that show or yeah. something? Like that's like but a double they, whammy. Did they find his child porn when like you know his house burned down? Um, that is Patrick Swayze, bro. No. <laughs> And he's it's, dead. We don't talk about the dead ill, Ill around here. It's 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 too bad that uh, John Ritter didn't live long enough for us to see what kind of a creep he was. <laughs> 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 On that note, I think we've exhausted the creepy TV dad uh, topic. Uh, he's totally probably like TV dad. Auto erotic. Yeah, he had that one show. Uh, I'm just saying, eight three, rules Three's Company, man. Something daughter. was going on oh, with God, that, man. Terrible. Something was, was going on it in makes, that Three's it, Company house. It makes me like dig a double take at every TV dad. Like, who knows what Hank Hill's got going on behind closed doors? You know, wait, like Mike Judge in real life or Hank Hill, like the character? No, it's obviously just. Well, you know, <laughs> speaking of speaking of John Ritter, I bet Don Knotts had some skeletons up in that closet too, man. Don Knotts was a skeleton in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> a whole closeted skeleton, Don Knotts. <laughs> Oh man, uh, yeah, a lot of people in the world are really shitty. We're learning. Yeah, they got people in the world, man. Most of them are shitty. Isn't it kind of awesome though? Whenever you find out after some celeb dies, they turn out to be like a complete pervert or a creep. Nope. Though. <laughs> I feel like to get to that point of celebrity, like either you're already crazy to deal with all the bullshit and hoopla, or that makes you go crazy and nuts. Oh yeah, this is completely different from like. I'm not saying it causes it or like it's a symptom of it. I'm just saying they it's weird to think that people focus on these people's lives and there's still an element where they can just have a completely separate side life. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be something that vanishes over time as everything oh, yeah. becomes more ubiquitous, yeah. if you will. Like well, I mean, I think it's going to look at the Ray Rice thing. I mean, like there's cameras everywhere. That was obvious. It happened. We saw the video. Because uh, and then the video was all over the internet. Like back in the day, like that video they obtain it. Where are they going to put it? So what do you think about the uh, federal judge vacating mm. uh, Roger Goodell's ruling? Well, I mean, I think I think it's actually. I don't understand the mechanism of law exactly. I haven't <laughs> figured out how that works, but I do think the judge kind of took it into his own hands and said what a lot of people were thinking, which is. Roger Cadell is kind of full of shit. Well, first of all, it was a lady judge. It was a lady judge. So, so uh, it's pretty. Yeah, it's kind well, of badass. My understanding of it is, and uh, like you said, I don't know the mechanism of the law, <laughs> but my understanding is that basically the videotape that came out was new evidence. They can't prove that the NFL actually saw that video, sure. but <clears throat> everything that happened in that video is consistent with the testimony that Ray Rice gave to the NFL. Therefore, the NFL did not learn anything new uh, when they re-suspended him indefinitely. Mm. In other words, they got all the facts from Ray Rice. They suspended him for two games, which is horseshit, which yeah. is why everybody was upset in the first place. Sure, yeah. yeah. And then when this video came out and the public saw it, everybody's like, holy shit, why didn't you suspend this guy for the rest of his life? Yeah. And, you know, Roger Goodell kind of backtracked and said, oh, in light of these, uh, new, this new evidence, mm. I'm going to suspend you indefinitely. So it's kind but of But it like, doesn't work like that. Because yeah. he already had the evidence. He already knew the facts. Right. Yeah. I and just, under the collective bargaining agreement, you can't punish the guy twice for the same yeah. uh, okay, so I'm more infraction. Specifically wondering how the judge can rule along that because... The whole idea of a collecting bargain, collective bargaining agreement is it's a giant contract that sidesteps the principles of most law. Sure. That's why they can have like a monopoly. That's why they can kind of get away with right. Well, I don't, I don't know off. the ins and outs of that, but I believe, yeah. um, I don't know if this was like literally like a federal proceeding or anything like that, but I know that a federal judge. They, they had there have been independent uh, mediators okay. in the past. I, I just assume it's yeah. something like that. I, I'm not. 
It's yeah. I ain't no Roger Cossack over here. So. But I, <laughs> I think yeah, I think like the point that you make there is that while it's still to me personally bullshit. Uh, if you look at yeah, I mean, if they didn't technically learn anything new, changing his punishment. I mean, from supposedly a legal standpoint, like if like I shoplift and I you know get a I I get sentenced to like thirty days in jail or whatever, and then like uh, then they get surveillance video of me shoplifting instead of just the shopkeeper's testimony, uh, then it's exactly the same. And they go, oh no, six months. Like you can't do that. Because you've already right. sentenced me for thirty days or whatever, you know. Yeah, I mean they could, you know, that's uh, God. What is that principle? Double Jeopardy with Thank Ashley you. Judd and <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. <laughs> you know, speaking of bullshit, um, this was kind of a theme at uh, Sean Payton's postgame press conference after the Saints beat the Steelers. Um, was there were multiple reports that all came out. On Sunday, before the game, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, different things, but like just coincidentally all coming out the same day. One of them is that uh, supposedly, according to some fucking person, um, the Saints are one of four teams interested in Ray Rice now that he's cleared to play again. Yeah, I saw that. Um, which is, I'm sure it's horse shit. According, mm-hmm. according to Ronnie at, at, at Pub Zero. According <laughs> to Ronnie at Pub Zero, we getting Ray Rice, dude. <laughs> he's a real heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know there were other other things that came out like uh, oh apparently uh, Sean Payton and Rob Ryan quote hate each other yeah and uh, there another report came out said that they're looking for Drew Brees' successor because they're disappointed in his play this year um, you know I'm sure some of those things might have some sure. truth to them but it's just the way that sports journalism is is these days and you know a lot of political journalism as well you know just just these faceless unsourced yeah rumors it's dead rock journalism yeah. it's, it's terrible sources say source right. told and, us and you know sean payton addressed it at at uh his press conference he, he was getting questions from reporters from the times picayune you know asking him to address these anonymous reports yeah and he's just like i, I think he said something along the lines of Go fuck this, yourself. <laughs> no, he's he's a little more delicate yes. than that. But something along the lines of this is stupid and you look foolish yeah. for asking me this. Yeah, like clown, especially the. So, is anyone uh, gonna ask me about the Steelers? Clown, yeah, clown the, question, bro. That's a clown question, bro. He should have said that. Man. See, well, all right. So, let, uh, real quick to address each of those. Uh, Ray Rice, I think his suspension being vacated. Uh, it, I don't think it. Uh, like functionally changes anything because he's super toxic right now. Like no team is gonna take him right now. Uh, probably not. Most likely not. Just because of the huge backlash that would happen. Not immediately. But right. Yeah. Maybe. I would say somebody se- will pick yeah. him up next season. Yeah. This guy might have a job next year. Like perhaps. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. But I feel like there was a larger outrage over uh, over Ray Rice than uh, yeah, uh, I think than I th- Vic. And also, if people think that he still didn't get the r- proper amount of punishment. There, you know, and like I mean, look, it's like the Saints already have a bunch of tarnished bullshit with them, with you know the old, the Bounty Gate stuff, Darren Sharper, uh, you know, there were some uh, um, uh, 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 Roman Harper stuff back in the day, some Will Smith stuff back yeah, in the Ray day. Ricky. Yeah, like there's a lot of things that like the Saints have dealt with enough of that in the past, where it's almost kind of like, eh, we don't need any more heat and bullshit right now, and our fan base is already kind of like, what the fuck's going on with the team? Uh, before the win, and uh, so I would say the Saints, even if there was like a brief moment where they entertain it, it would never happen. I don't see that. Yeah, happen. the Saints aren't going to do it, but he'll wind up somewhere. The, somewhere, the rage, probably. The rage is all fake. It's always a louder clamor every time. But the truth is, is that like, you know, the biggest thing right now going on is uh, the safety issue, and people aren't letting their kids play football anymore. Right. But viewership's at an all-time high, mm-hmm. and the NFL's at an all-time valuable high. You know, everybody complains and worries about these players and everything, but um, we really just want our football. And it's to the point where, like, I don't really care for the way he puts out the message, but I saw that Richard Sherman uh, press conference where he's basically openly mocking the NFL and... While it's not the most effective way to get this message across, I think that 
he makes some valid points. You know, if you're really concerned about safety, why are you playing games five days apart? Mm-hmm. <coughs> uh, I'd like to see the Venn diagram of um, like hardcore football fans, like diehard, you know, like know the ins and outs of everything, watch more than just their local team, uh, you know, people not like me. And then your casual fans or people that don't watch at all. And that intersection of those that uh, are complaining about um, complaining about like the safety issue, like is it more casual fans or non fans that like are oh, I'm going to complain about a thing I don't really know a lot about, or are the hardcore fans you know complaining just as much as say your casual fans like me? I don't think I think there's a large component of the people who are upset at the lack of safety in football that are not fans, like moms who have mm-hmm. kids who play it or moms who have kids who could play it, that they don't want that. I think it's more of a reason to scrutinize the sport and what have you that's not necessarily just, you know. I think, I, think, I, don't, I don't know that there are a lot of fans who are worried about it because, like, one of the biggest names that are, throws their hat into the ring is LeBron, mm-hmm. but... You know, I mean, LeBron's making all his money off of basketball. Right. We're, we're not totally people, different. <laughs> people are reporting it though, like as if he's some sort of under, he understands it. And I do realize he was prolific in football in high school as well. But you know, probably know he could just be making a statement to get more kids to play basketball. Did, didn't uh, Didn't Obama say if he had sons, he wouldn't let him play yep. football? Yeah, no, Obama did say yeah. that. Actually. Yeah. But he's also a huge basketball fan, not a huge. And well, he, has to bend he doesn't well, report himself. Well, and he's not as popular as LeBron. Well, I guess it's like they're both kind of similar in that, like probably half the people in this country hate him, yeah, and the other half like him, and 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 it's the for same re- halves, <laughs> yeah, and it's uh, for reasons that uh, like don't actually really make any sense. It's just like hearsay stuff. It's not like real stuff that they've actually witnessed or right. understand. <laughs> well, I just like LeBron because he's kind of a jerk. Because I always remember the decision. I never oh, really got that because, like... That's what made me it hate him was way, that. I was like, you pompous ass. Yeah, it seemed way too <laughs> masturbatory yeah. to be like, I'm it's, going to Miami. Like, be, being an adult, tell people you're going to Miami. Don't host a fucking yeah. hour-long shit on my hometown spectacular. <laughs> and then, oh, wait, I'm going and back. And then come back, like, three years <laughs> later. So, so when Obama's <laughs> second term is up, is he going to take his talents to South Beach? <laughs> I hope. He's going to retire. Just gonna... I hope he does some wild-ass shit on his way out. <laughs> I hope he gives some pardons to some fucked-up people like Charlie Manson. <laughs> just, like, y'all clean Newlywed Charlie yeah. Manson. Right? Yeah. yeah. Which is, uh, real quick, uh, like, weird. Yeah, not weird. Be from like a legal standpoint. Like I understand, like he's legally allowed to marry. Uh, no, I think can, I think he's I think it's weird from a legal standpoint because, in theory, he's in jail perpetually because he's yeah, insane. Right. So he's not in jail because he's insane. He's in jail because he committed a lot of crimes. Yeah. Well, but I think he has a reduced penalty because of an insanity plea. Right. So it would mean at some point he's gained sanity. Therefore, he could have the intent to marry. Cause like one That's true, because he would have to sign a legal document, yeah, he and you'd have, have to be have of sound com- mind to... He'd have to have the capacity to contract. Yeah. I, don't, I think he's just... Unless it's honestly, a ceremonial thing and not an actual marriage. you got to do both yeah. to, in California. I think I think he's just fried. I think he doesn't know what's going on, and she wants attention. I, yeah, that's the thing that gets me, is like, I don't care, like, okay, look, to each their own on what you find attractive, like, fine, whatever. Maybe look, Charlie Manson's super attractive to her. But uh, I don't think I would marry. Like, first of all, I wouldn't marry a mur- like a, a convicted murderer or well, someone who orchestrated several dozen murders. But just six, the idea six. of like, yeah. Well, still, <laughs> even the, oh, I'm sorry, half a dozen, yeah. several dozen. Either way, uh, someone that's like in prison for pretty much ever. Uh, that's just out of the dating pool for me. Like that's that's you know, like off I target. I don't <laughs> get it from a utilitarian standpoint because one. <laughs> He can't have conjugal visits. Mm-hmm. She can't have sex with him. She's right. going to visit him just as much anyway. So really, I think it's just them thumbing their nose at the system or her just trying to become famous by doing this. There's no real yeah. practical way. Yeah, she's not exactly a looker either. She's, uh, well, oh, wait, she had a night. Oh, she's, she, she used to have fa- hair. She looks really rough. Oh, okay. Not really. Like, she looks rough now. She shaved her head and, like, carved an X into her forehead. Yeah, like the Manson family. Because swastikas are out, man. Yeah. 
Those are so passive. Well, that's that's the first half. You put the axe, and then, and you, then go, you add the wings. Yeah. You gotta you gotta do it right, Jacob. Have you never like <laughs> cut, cut a Nazi symbol in your forehead? You, you use saline solution. You put the like cellophane on top of it for a week. It's a whole process. You put the X in, and then you drink some wet Red Bull and puts wings on it. Woo! and It turns into a Nazi symbol. Well, you know, I think as long as two consenting crazy people who love yeah. each other. I mean, honestly, because that means know. that crazy person isn't going to marry some sane person and probably kill them. Like, now she's with this other crazy person, and they can be crazy together in some weird, crazy way. Right. Like, if she were to marry some, like, normal, sane person, there's a good possibility that one day she might murder him. Or, just, like, poison him. Or, or do other weird crap. Or maybe she'll just have lots of cats. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. I just want to meet her best friend. Jacob says, as one of my cats is trying to paw his way into the room. <laughs> but I want to meet her, like this girl's I, I like best meet friend. The maid of honor at that wedding. Yeah, <laughs> just it's just like I, I told Samantha no. <laughs> she just wouldn't listen to us. We said he was kind of weird. My parents really don't like him. Um, <laughs> but she is my best friend. We've been best friends since second grade. He's a natural leader, <laughs> which is a really great quality. He wears his heart on his forehead. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, he's he's basically the patriarchy of his own of his own uh, the patriarch rather of his own family, which is you know sweet. By the way, Charlie Manson getting married. How does that make you feel, single America? <laughs> right? Yeah. Like if I wasn't dating somebody right now, I would be. <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm okay with this. You're okay I'm with this. Very okay with this. Well, because because this, this you only, don't want to marry a crazy person. No, this only <laughs> illustrates a point that I'm I'm thinking half the time when I see couples anyway, which is this is a terrible idea. Gonna, <laughs> it's it's gonna go down in fucking flames. What dating somebody? Yeah, I mean, I think he's talking about marriage. Oh yeah, or dating. Like, there's times when I look at a couple and I'm just like, oh wow, that's gonna be fucking terrible. But, like, you just don't say it out loud because it's not appropriate. Like, you know, Charlie Manson... He's recording on a podcast. Ah, <laughs> I mean, I'm not He's saying... He's not naming any names. Yeah, so. I'm not... <laughs> yeah. It'd be really awesome right now. <laughs> Started dropping names. <laughs> but, no, I mean, some people, you know... <laughs> We'd find out real quick who listens to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we would. Uh, just go from I don't, 30 to I don't, 2. I don't think any of us... Re- uh, anybody close to this group is in that precarious position, but... As I get older, it's less and less couples. You can just look at it, though, and be like, God, this is a fucking terrible idea. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> Jeff uh, left to go play with his cats or something. Um, so uh, I'm going to get us back on track. Talking about the Saints, man. Okay. Um, five and seven. Tied for first place in the NFC South, although the Saints currently do not hold the tiebreaker against the Atlanta Falcons. This is true. Because of that week one overtime turd that they laid up in the Georgia Dome. Because we can't finish anything? No, man. It's it's coming back to the days of the Aints. Like, speaking of those rumors earlier, the one thing I thought that was pretty accurate is it shouldn't be that big a deal if we're shopping around and looking at getting a young quarterback to draft. So he can learn under Drew Brees. I don't think Drew Brees is like he's not at the old yeller stage. We're not going to no. take him out back and put him between. He's the not eyes. worried about his job. No, but he, no one's worried needs, about Drew Brees' job. He man. needs a little. Uh, I think we got three years of him looking good before it just turns. To you shit. can talk about declining play all you want, and yes, there's plenty of evidence that his play has declined over the past couple of years. But they're not about to fire him. That's not going no, to happen. No, no, no. You just ease them out, dude. Like a family pet. You know, you just like you start bringing them out and like, you know, you let them out in the yard a little bit less and less. <laughs> and then soon you start talking to the vet about, you know, 150 cc's. Well, you know, maybe that report about the Saints uh, looking to draft a successor uh, this coming April. Maybe that was fake. Maybe that was a plant because he came out and uh, played his, the best game that he's played all season. Yeah, no picks, his, five mm, touchdowns. It was his ninth five touchdown game, right? Of his career, yeah, probably. I, yeah. I don't have it in front of me, but this was the best game he has played this season. Oh, absolutely, and it's not even close. Um, and you know, there's a little bit. Uh, you know, we've got a stretch run coming up where the Saints are playing four more games. Three of them are in the division. All four of these games are against teams with losing records. By the way. Uh, uh, Saints are at home against Carolina this Sunday. 
they're three eight and one, I think. Then they're uh, at Chicago on a Monday night. Uh, then they close out with the Falcons at home, and uh, then at Tampa, who is mm-hmm. garbage. But you know the Saints needed overtime to beat them a yeah. month or two ago. Um, Falcons uh, have the same record, five and seven. They hold the tiebreaker against the Saints right now, but mm-hmm. uh, like I said, a lot of division games left. And, you know, that's kind of the way the schedule sets up these days. The past couple of years, um, it's mostly division games all around the league the last two weeks of the season. Um, last week of the season is always a division game for every team. And uh, the Falcons have a little bit rougher of a time. They've got to go at Green Bay next week, who is – Probably the hottest team in football right now ever since they came down to New Orleans yeah. and laid a big stinky egg Ooh, yeah. on Sunday Night Football. Yes, they they, did. I mean, I thought that was a turning point. I thought the Saints were headed in one direction yeah, and the Packers were headed in the opposite direction when I watched that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, we everybody's just been completely wrong about that. Green Bay got hot, New Orleans got cold, and, uh, you know, the... That's good right now because the Falcons have to go up to Green Bay next week. Yeah, I believe Monday Night Football game, and uh, that's going to be difficult for them. They've also got to come here to the Dome, and uh, they've got a little bit rougher of a schedule over the next four games. So if the Saints can come out ahead, I think they've got a legit shot at winning this division. Uh, I think it's it's not mathematically out of reach for Tampa Bay, but they're done. They're not going to win this division. Did, and did they win uh, this past weekend? No, they did not. Okay, so they're two and eight. They're two and ten. Two and ten. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Although they could still run the table and win it at uh, at, at six and ten. It's mathematically possible. They need some help. Uh, yeah. But the it's important the important probable. thing right now, and this is a cliche, but it's a it's an accurate term. The important thing right now is that the Saints control their own destiny. Saints win out, they're in. They yeah. might not even have to win out, but if they yeah. do, they 2014 NFC South champs. They definitely have to beat the Falcons. That's just that's yes. 100% has to happen. I mean, for, not just not just for uh, like personal reasons, like do it. But yeah, that's the only way that. They well, can that's possibly. the first tiebreaker is head to head, and right. if the Falcons have a two and zero record against the Saints and they finish with the same record, <laughs> the Saints are out of here, man. And of course, wild card's going to be out of the picture. So, it's uh, 2014 division champs or bust at and this point. How are the uh, how are the Panthers doing right now? Not good, right? Well, there are three. <laughs> relatively speaking, they haven't anyway. won. They haven't won a game in almost two months. Okay, so um, let's hope that Sunday yeah. is not that right. That streak breaker. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll be in attendance uh, for my second Saints game this season. The uh, the Panthers actually cannot finish with a winning record this year. Wow. The Saints and Falcons technically both well they couldn't both finish with a winning yeah. record, but one of those teams could mathematically finish with a winning record. Uh, nine and seven is best case scenario for right. this division. Although I've been saying it for at least a month now, I think seven and nine will win the division. Yeah. I think it's. It, Looking at the the fact that both the Saints and Falcons won this Sunday, mm-hmm. I'm going to revise that and say that eight and eight will be the mark that uh, you'll have to get to to win the division. I think. Uh, so if all right, so the Saints beat the Falcons, let's say hypothetically or most or hopefully likely, so then that's a wash between them. So if they're both eight and eight, how does that? It's other divisional games. Yeah, the next tiebreaker is. Uh, Record within the division, okay, and it gets a little muddier after that. Yeah. I think like next one after that is conference Con- record, <coughs> and then after that, I I don't know off the top of my head. I think it might be like record against common opponents uh, okay. or something like yeah. that. To the point where then they just shake the magic eight ball. <laughs> they just uh, they actually bring out the uh, the BCS computer and just calculate from there. Hey, the BCS computer needs work, man. <laughs> Can we talk about? The college football playoff for a minute. Hell of a sure. way. I like that. Speaking of the BCS, everyone hated the BCS. They were screaming death to the BCS for 15 years. Yep. And uh, we are about to find ourselves in a precarious position next week for the college football playoff, which, by the way, not selected by computers like the BCS was. Uh, uh, that is being picked by a committee headed up by the likes of Condoleezza Rice Mm-hmm. Uh, failed Notre Dame coach Tyrone Willingham and uh, 
Archie, Archie Manning <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, how yeah. How do they get this position? Like, how yeah. do I get to be on that? It sounds like they, like, You're not I could just ca- fuck you, up You didn't go to the Council of Elrond. <laughs> look, dude, that's just how that goes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a I think, I, I think here's the issue. Uh, Council of 12. There's certain numbers and mathematics that you can come at from different <laughs> angles. All we're doing now is we now have people that we can point at and hate instead of a computer. It's going to come up with the same fucking results. Right, except now there's four teams instead of two. Yeah, like uh, all this is, this is not any different than if we kept <coughs> the BCS computer averages and we took the top four. I, I think it's completely different because it, it's adding a human, a, a much more human element to it. But I think human perception is still going to find a lot of the stuff to be the same. They're going to ponder strength of schedule. They're going to they're gonna wait. They, they are supposed to consider all of that, but this is the first time that they're doing it, so I don't know if they're actually going to do that or not. Oh, that's fair. Plus, human, human selection leaves it open to more people thinking that it's rigged. I think people are less likely to trust it. Elections? Oh! Yeah. Yes. I feel like this would have been six six or a half dozen. Like people are going to complain it's all right either way. But look look how difficult their job is going to be if a couple of things happen next week. Right now, we're still waiting on the latest uh, top four rankings to come out. Uh, we're recording this on a Monday, and they come out on Tuesdays, so we haven't seen it yet. But we know Mississippi State's going to tumble. Yeah, they're going to tumble. I think we're pretty confident in saying that Alabama remains number one. Uh, number two is uh, still going to be Oregon. Uh, they beat the crap out of Oregon State this week. Alabama, Oregon, number one and two. Uh, Florida State squeaked by a bad Florida team. Um, but uh, I think they'll remain in the top four, probably stay at number three. Uh, State was number four, and they're going to be taking a tumble. They, they lost hard to Ole Miss. And the next logical solution, you would think, maybe they've got a they've got a tough choice right off the bat. TCU is number five. Should they put TCU up there at number four? Even though there's Baylor right behind them with the same record, and Baylor beat them earlier this year. No, I, I'd go Baylor, and I the the Big Twelve commissioner weaked out and said something to the effect that if they both won out, they'd be declared co-champions. I think they're. Trying. I think that's horseshit. That's I mean. Horseshit. I, 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 I can see the value of that, but the, the problem with the Big Ten, or the Big 12, rather, I, I'm getting them confused because the Big 12 only has 10 schools, um, and the Big Ten has 14. Um, the Big 12, they don't have enough teams to play a championship game. You need 12 teams in order mm-hmm. to play a championship game. So their championship is not divided by a one-game playoff like the SEC mm-hmm. or the Big 12 or the Big Ten or the uh, Pac-12 or the ACC. It's determined by a round-robin format. There's ten teams that each play nine conference games, which means everybody plays each other, which means why in the shit do you have to call them co-champions? They finished with the same record. Go to the first tiebreaker, head-to-head. Baylor wins. There's your Big Big 12 champions, the Baylor Bears. Real quick, if they do a lot of drugs at a musical festival together, are they Coachella champions? Yes. Okay. Yes, Jesus. that is that is actually correct. <laughs> I was waiting. I but, completely forgot everything you were saying. What I just the fuck? But if if a few things that are maybe not likely but definitely possible happen this coming weekend happen, then this selection committee is going to have a really tough time. Florida State, like we said, number three, they've got a tough game in the ACC championship against Georgia Tech, who just beat Georgia. Um, and, you know, Oregon's got to play Arizona, who already beat them this year. Alabama's got to go play Mizzou, which they're – who knows what's going to happen. They lost to oh, Indiana. Mizzou's who won the East? Yes. By the way, I really like that they're called Mizzou. I don't know. It just makes me – it makes me giggle every time I see it. we, we got to have Bob Morell on here if Mizzou yeah. wins the SEC championship. Yeah, we can do that. It'll be his prize for his, yes. his alma mater winning. Yes. I'm just yeah. saying the selection committee is going to have a really tough time. Let's talk about how stupid the third down horn is. Oh, my God. I'm just going to jump in with that. Wobbity, wobbity, wobbity like a dog. No, the third down siren that they siren, just started sorry, doing. Yeah. Have, have any of y'all been to a Saints game this year? I mean, I, well, I went with you that, that right. one, yeah. 
The third down siren, they just incorporated this uh, this year. Whenever the Saints have a third down on defense, there's just this terrible, awful siren sound mm-hmm. um, that they pipe through the loudspeaker at the Superdome. It sounds like when the floodgates are, like, closing or, like, the pumping yeah. station is about to, like, you know, start like draining. Sport. Yeah, it's like... It's like that shitty Wait, iPhone is it right an air horn? Is it an air raid siren? Is that what so. that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our team putting, our defense putting them on third down is roughly the equivalent to the Germans bombing yeah. London. Yeah, nuclear right. fallout, basically. Okay. That's actually what happens every time, is that we think it's going to be okay, but then the Germans come in and bomb us on third down. But is it, I mean, this got to be really distracting to the players, especially when defense is trying to hear what the other team, like, hopefully overhear. I mean, shit, I don't know. Like, Especially if they played a lot of Call of Duty the night before. <laughs> I don't know if it's distracting it's definitely to the players. To... I know it is infuriatingly annoying to me. Yeah, the common fan. Well, you can you can hear it when you're watching the uh, watching the games on TV as well, which is uh, dumb because then it's like, all right, I'm trying to hear the announcers as well. Well, not usually, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> not if it's John Lynch or Joe Buck. Yeah. Or Troy Aikman. Actually, yeah, pretty much anybody. <laughs> oh, they got Donovan McNabb now. He's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, who's on this selection committee for, like, guys talking about Like, former stuff? football players, yeah. especially, I think, is the one like, that I'm always like, <sighs> Like, why isn't Jabari Greer doing national stuff? Why is he just doing local? Because he's yeah, actually, like... you got to cut like, your teeth somewhere, man. I guess. That's true. Because he's really intelligent. He's a, Like, I love when he, like, would write, uh, like, uh, opinions and stuff for the Times-Picayune. They're, like, really well, well-written and, like, and like well-thought-out. Uh, and he doesn't sound like an idiot when he talks. Most like of the color commentators that get hired... Wait, what? Why do they have to be colored? <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're not Col- colored. Or. C-O-L-O-R. Color yeah. commentator. <laughs> Uh, it's too easy, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You see, I, see, that's a different. That's 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 the definition of restraint. I thought it, but didn't say it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, These two yahoos. <laughs> most of the color commentators, FYI, uh, for uh, the non-sports watching or understanding or have ever having seen audience <laughs> here, color commentary is uh, usually a former player mm. alongside the play-by-play guy who's. Not usually a former player. For instance, on WWL, um, uh, 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 Hoki Gaijan is the color. Yes. And um, and, and Jim Henderson does the play-by-play right. because He's, he can speak better English right. because he hasn't taken several yeah. hundred blows to the head over the and course of his journalism so, career. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he was an that, English major as right. well. That's why he's the off-color commentator. <laughs> no, that's Bobby Bear. He's the off-color commentator. Speaking of blows to the head... <laughs> um, but, uh, see, I feel like Bobby Bear has had fewer concussions than Troy Aikman <laughs> and Steve Young, Yeah, but both of those guys know how to speak English better. Uh, well, Bobby, in addition to the uh, concussions, um, there's also the large amounts of alcohol he consumes. Oh, there, yeah, and he that. learned English See, from a waterlogged speak and spell. That's right. <laughs> Steve Young's a Mormon, so he doesn't drink. <coughs> yeah, so he's yeah. he's only got one side of the right. sword. Anyway, yeah. uh, most of your color commentators, especially for the big networks, are players or coaches... Uh, who were, who at least were pretty household names. Yeah. Um, like even guys like John Lynch, in his heyday, he was a perennial Pro Bowler. Right. Yeah. Everybody who knew anything about football knew who the hell John John Lynch was, mm-hmm. and you know they just got Donovan McNabb. He just did yeah. the Saints game uh, up in Pittsburgh for right. Fox. Uh, you know everybody remembers Donovan. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised to hear him not talk about any chunky soup <laughs> during the broadcast. I was I was kind of hoping he would. His mom um, wasn't there. But yeah, Jabari, Jabari Greer is not a household name. I, yeah, I'd be surprised if he, if he gets into color commentary on one of the major networks. Yeah. At least, like, you know, maybe if he really excels at it on a yeah. local level, maybe they'll give him a shot. But, but That's a good point. I yeah. mean, I can't think of too many color guys uh, who I've, like, never heard of. You know? That's a good point. Cause, and, like, and especially for me, that means even more. You know, having not really followed football growing up as a kid, right. like... 
but there's name. I'm like, yeah, like I know who Charlie Aikman is mostly because he had a game, you know, and there was a commercial where he would go home and home and home and home. Yeah. Humana. But uh, well, you Troy know, Aikman like, won three Super Bowls with the Cowboys yeah. when we were like in middle school, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. So if I recognize the name, they're definitely household right. names. Now they they can't they can't put anybody up there. I mean, right. Emmett Smith, who was one of Troy Aikman's teammates with the Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, he can't speak. So. Um, that's why they don't have him. So, do you mean like literally can't speak, or he's just shitty when he speaks? No, he's actually on mute. <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we were kind of still a little bit on the on the uh, college football tip before I, uh, I randomly jumped in with the uh, just the tip. Yes, just the tip. With the third the third down uh, siren. Woo! That's exactly what it sounds like, uh, which is to say, yeah, it's terrible. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun looking at (laughs) it. I I just peeked out all the levels on our uh, garage band here. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I don't know if you guys had anything more on the the college there, uh, because we took a little little detour. Some people, uh, as far as that selection committee goes, some people are like, Oh, Condi Rice, what the hell? How did she get on there? I just want to know how Tyrone freaking Willingham got on there. Legit question. Yeah, I know. Like, that guy sucked as a coach. Was this co- uh, I hope this it was just, like, one guy got in the room. He just finished up his, like, chicken dinner, put the bones in a cup, shook it, <laughs> laid it out, and was like, yep, that guy. <laughs> oh, wait. Is that a little piece of grizzle? Condoleezza Rice is in there, too. Um, is, uh, does Condoleezza have, like a, like, a law degree or anything like that? I hope Ooh. so. Because if so, I could see that being like kind she, of an inter- you know. Because then hopefully she dude, would be I'm having whatever does not make you good at football. I think she got no, no, no. I don't think good at football, but doesn't make you good at Secretary of State either. Mike, yeah. yeah, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike, Mike like, Leach had a law degree and coached football, but those are two different animals. Well, no, but what I mean is like because then like she could just look at like numbers impartially and make decisions that way. So one would hope, anyway. You know, like. I would go. I would go. With I guess actually, no. Wait, you know what I I'm thinking picked, of? An she, accounting degree. She went to that's Stanford. What I'm thinking I know, I know she went to Stanford. Fucking swing there. Yeah. No, because no. What I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of like for the Oscars and I think stuff. She's got. She's. Like, w- Will's going to give us a, a, a brief background on Condi Rice. Okay. okay, I don't have all of it, but she was a professor and like their prevost while she was there um, at Stanford, right? At Stanford, yes. Yeah. Well, give me a second. I'll my, look up her uh, while you're looking that up, uh, I think what it is. I was thinking. Accounting, because like for the Oscars and other big awards, they have a bunch of accountants verify the votes and tally them oh, to make sure they're yeah, right. The that's what I'm. Th- yeah, I'm. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, I don't know why I combined the two. I guess ma- mostly because there's like a whole separate school to be those professions. Do they really <laughs> need all those accountants to help with the Oscars? That's. I guess I mean, it's that's a, just so rigged it's already. A, it's. Um, uh, do we uh, do we hit on LSU specifically yet? No, we haven't even mentioned LSU yet. Uh, well, we kind of. I think we went. We made the change over to college. Uh, guys, what I didn't watch the game. What, so uh, what happened with each game? We beat A and M, which and what was a back and forth seesaw battle, which we should have won more cleanly. Uh, we beat Arkansas, right? That was since the last podcast. No, 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 no. We got shut out by Arkansas, my friend. Oh, yeah, that's right. 0-17. Right. In fact, Arkansas went on to shut out Ole Miss the following week, 30 to nothing. So that made me feel a little bit better, uh, but not much. Wait, wait, wait. I, what were the games that happened since the last podcast? For the, the LSU games? Yes. Did we podcast? We haven't podcasted since before the Bama game, huh? Yeah. It was right before the Bama yeah. game. Yeah, that so we had that away. stinker. <laughs> then we had the 17 nothing loss at Arkansas in one of the coldest games in LSU history. Um, I had some cousins that went. They uh, they said it was freezing as hell. Um, and uh, then we had the Thanksgiving night um, uh, squeaker up there in College Station, um, which was fun to watch. You know, gathered around with my family, and uh, that was that was a good one. I. Uh, Happy to see him get a win on Thanksgiving, and I was happy to see uh, one of the last plays of the game. LSU got away with a bad no call. Uh, LSU was clearly offsides on a play that uh, even Jesse Palmer, one of the color guys, as uh, soon as the ball was snapped, he said, Free play! <laughs> in order to indicate that 
the LSU guy was offsides, and you know the Kenny Hill for uh, Texas A&M could just throw it down the field. Uh, but that wasn't the case. They didn't throw the flag, so Kenny Hill threw it as far as he could, and it got intercepted. And then LSU kneeled on the ball three times after that to preserve a 23-17 victory. <laughs> That's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess that is uh, this whole uh, issue. Like, I don't know, when you're watching a game and, and you see the officials and things like that, and I'm just, oh, I'm fucking rough or whatever. Um, but they really can change the outcome of a game. Oh, yeah. Like, if that flag, flag had been thrown, that interception wouldn't have happened. Right, and I'm not saying A&M would have won the game. No, not, not, happened, not But no. it ended the game for them, that yeah. call. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm glad uh, LSU finished 8-4, and four, um, which, you know, before the Florida game and the Kentucky game this year where they kind of started to turn things around, after that demoralizing loss to Auburn back in September, I guess, um, I was having my doubts whether this uh, LSU Tiger team would even make a bowl game this year. Um, for those of you who don't know, you need to win six out of 12 games okay. to become bowl eligible. Um, playing in the SEC is good because the SEC has 12 bowl tie-ins for 14 teams. And I think 13 or 12, 12 or 13 teams are going to make it this year. I think Kentucky's one of the odd men out, maybe Vanderbilt or Tennessee. I think it was Tennessee, uh, Vanderbilt's the other one. Kentucky and Vanderbilt, I don't think, made bowl games this year. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, I was having my doubts that LSU would even win a bowl game, and then once they lost to Bama and once they lost 17 nothing to Arkansas, I was thinking, oh, man, we're headed to the Independence Bowl <laughs> in Shreveport. The Duck Commander <coughs> Independence Bowl in oh, Shreveport. No. Duck Commander no Independence Day Bowl? Like, Duck Commander as in, like... Yes, that Duck Commander. Wow. Yes. Uh, although, I think that win at Texas A&M has saved us from the crazy duck people. Um, <laughs> uh Hopefully, I'll never run for office in this state, so all the people who like the crazy duck people won't have to vote against me. Um, but uh, I can mysteriously make this episode just. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, oh, that that upped yeah. LSU's chances of not going to Shreveport, spending Ooh. the holidays in Shreveport. Ooh. How great is that? Um, Hopefully, they would fly and not drive because that drive sucks. Uh, it's it's terrible. I would they rather were totally... wait in an airport. I would rather wait in a Shreveport airport to leave it's, in a couple of days. That's too than... short to fly. <laughs> it's though. Tiger Athletic Foundation. They probably get like private jets for all. Everything. Not for Shreveport. They would take a bus up yeah. there. Um, At least you could sleep there. The band, but would. it looks like it looks like we're safe from the Duck Commander. And according to a report in NOLA.com, uh, here are the five bowl possibilities for the LSU Tigers. And I'm going to go through them one by one here. Uh, we'll uh, go through the uh, upside and downside of these. Uh, first possibility out of five, the uh, this is a pretty cool name, the Tax Slayer Bowl. <laughs> the Tax Slayer Bowl in Jacksonville, Florida. That would be against a Big Ten or an ACC opponent. Um, <laughs> I hope it's a bunch of accountants that really love Slayer. Yeah. Here's a... Uh, it, this actually isn't a terrible slot. This Rating is, deductions. It's, it's such a terrible name for a bowl game, mm -hmm. but this is one of the more favorable slots that they could land in. This is uh, this game's at 2.20 in the afternoon on a Friday, but it's on Friday, January 2nd. So this is the only one of the possibilities happening after New Year's Day, which usually New Year's Day is the... The it used to be before the BCS and all that, mm -hmm. New Year's Day is the day you wanted to play on. Okay. Um, and, you know, once more money got involved in it, you know, playoff games and before that, just the BCS, number one versus yeah. number two, games started getting played later and later. But, you know, after New Year's, there's still something uh, to strive for there, play after right. New Year's. Um, and this one's in Jacksonville. The weather will be nice. Uh, I know they've got that new party deck at the Jaguar Stadium over there. Um, so... That could be a good one, uh, 2 o'clock on Friday, January 2nd. The next one, uh, next possibility, is the Belk Bowl in Ooh. Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. Uh, that's against, that would be against an ACC opponent, uh, 5.30 in the evening on Wednesday, December 30th. Um, like I said, the earlier you play in a bowl game, uh, usually, the usually the less people are going to want to watch it or yeah. travel to it. So... I don't know how I feel about the Belk Bowl in Charlotte, <laughs> North Carolina. We're talking like, like about the like women's clothing 
store, right? A, I, I, dude, I don't even know. I think it's furniture. No, it it, it has women's clothing. It, it's got furniture like and women's clothing. I think it's like Land's End or something yeah. like that. Well, you know, a, a lot of these bowl <laughs> games, they've got all these stupid names from these corporate sponsors, but a lot of them used to have like really original. Just kind of like geographically special mm, names, like the Sugar like, Bowl, like the like, Beef O'Brady's Bowl. Yeah, well, like the the Sugar Bowl before it was the, the Nokia All-State. Sugar Bowl and the Allstate yeah. Sugar Bowl. It was just the Sugar Bowl because yeah. Louisiana was known for cane sugar, right? Yeah, and you know just the, like the uh, Orange Bowl Orange was bowl. in Florida. The Chick Fil A Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Georgia was be, known for chickens naturally. It used to be the Peach Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and oh, actually, yeah, yeah, less yeah. less than ten years ago, up until uh, I guess about eight or nine years ago. It was the Chick Fil A Peach Bowl, but I guess that I didn't, didn't really know. jibe. Yeah. So they just decided to change it to the Chick Fil A Bowl. Well, you know, after after the people who run Chick Fil A found out that beaches were kind of gay, <laughs> <laughs> it got weird with their whole religious belief system. So they had to back. Plus, you can pick peaches on Sunday, so they yeah. were like, "Whoa, no!" You know, they won't play that bowl game on a Sunday. Uh, not even surprised. Well, I, I, I shit you not when. Uh, when I was at LSU, we went up there to play that bowl game because it's always on New Year's Eve, and yeah. it's always it's usually the last bowl game on New Year's Eve. And we went up there uh, New Year's. Uh, well, it was the uh, December of '05, but the game was on the thirtieth because the thirtieth was a Saturday, <laughs> and New Year's Eve was a Sunday. So Chick Fil A won't even play the bowl game. Wow, on a Sunday. Um, so I do like that. uh, At least the Sugar Bowl is. It still has the sponsor's name in front of Sugar Bowl. It's not the Allstate Bowl. It's the Allstate Sugar Bowl. Right. Which is that's at least the name's still there. You get a lot of pushback if people just tried to change it to the Allstate Bowl. Yeah. I don't see that happen. A lot of those those really big time bowls, um, you know, they've they've got their act together. Especially the Rose Bowl. Yeah. They've they've never been able to attach a sponsor. Before Rose Bowl, it's always like the Rose Bowl presented by Citibank oh, okay, or the yeah. Rose Bowl presented by AT and T, right? Something like that. Um, it'd be nice if they were all that way, though. Yeah, would be nice. Um, next up in the bowl possibilities, the Music City Bowl in Nashville. Uh, that would be against ACC or a Big Ten opponent. Um, this one, uh, see, this is not a really favorable time slot. Two o'clock in the afternoon on Wednesday, Oof. December thirtieth. Um, Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I know. And uh, I used to have work. TVs in my office, but uh, now I don't have any TVs in my office, so I'm a little upset about this. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean that could be a fun one. Nashville is a fun town. Yeah. And uh, it'd be nice to get a uh, quality Big Ten opponent in there. Can't say much for the ACC, but uh, yeah, you know. Um, also. Ooh, this is appealing. The Texas Bowl. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's in Houston uh, against the Big 12. So that's right right that. in the Big 12's backyard. Houston's uh, a big fan of just naming things after their state. Like the Houston right. Texans. Right. The Texas Bowl. Like, they can't. Well, you know, at first glance, this, this would appear to be not a corporate thing. But I think like the Texas Board of Tourism or something oh, sponsors okay. it. Probably similar with the Music City Bowl in Nashville. Right. All right, well, yeah. Texas is one big corporation. Right, and I think this... Which means uh, it's a person also. This bowl game is actually pretty recent, I think. Uh, I think the Texas Bowl is, <laughs> has only been around for a few years now. And uh, the last option, this is the least appealing. Only a slight step up from the Independence Bowl in Shreveport, I think. Uh, this is the Liberty Bowl uh, in Memphis, which I've isn't... Isn't a terrible town, and this isn't this is an old bowl game, by the way. This has been around for years and years. Uh, in fact, uh, LSU has played in it, I believe, uh, back in the '70s and '80s. Um, but uh, check out this time slot, man. This is uh, it would be against a Big Twelve team, uh, one o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday. Ugh. Tuesday, December 29th. Yeah, people were definitely at work on the 29th. Like, yeah. The 30th, you can maybe argue people no, get two no days off. No way I would take off of work on the 29th. Yeah. Dude, that might be old. December 29th is a Monday. That's my birthday. It says Tuesday on here. Let's go to the calendar. Producer Will. Do the calendar. <laughs> I'm getting this straight from the Times Picayune, so they've Dude, never so been wrong, about, it's they've four, never been it's wrong four, about anything. It's four it's weeks Monday. from now. It's Monday. December it is a 29th. Monday. Yeah. Well, we got to look up. Are the other dates correct? Wait. 
Times Picayune's wrong about something? My goodness. Oh, to the Batcave. <laughs> there goes a... Nola.com is our sponsor. Or was this Nola.com or just Times Picayune? I got this from Nola.com. Which, I mean, is. Unless it's a blow. Which they got their sources from a reliable anonymous source. Maybe, maybe yeah. it was uh, transposed incorrectly. Again, Ronnie at Pub Zero. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, hey, Ronnie, when's the 29th? I don't know. Liberty Bowl time. That's even worse if it's on a Monday at Yeah. One? Oh, God. I really yeah, that's, like, that's way worse. Bear with me here. I'm Googling. Do, 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 like, do, when you say do, way do. worse, you mean like Ray Rice way worse? <laughs> You know what's funny? When like I said Adrian way Pierre. worse, yeah. Ray Rice popped in my head. The, the, actu- the actual date is similar. correct. It is on a Monday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Wow. So that is a crap ton. Oh, God. Well, hopefully not the Liberty Bowl. <sighs> I might as well just take the day off of work and drive to Memphis or something, man. Yeah. We'll or just take the, take the week weekend off. and then drive back that night. Yeah, we'll Because see. the game's going to get over at, what, 3 in the afternoon? Plenty of time to drive back. That's a college football game. Those all last four and a half hours. Wow. Even still, Especially if back. they're on CBS. I'm sorry. You'll get back at 10 at night. 11 at night. Yeah, but you can't have any beers at the game if you do that, man. <laughs> it's Memphis. Is it West Memphis or like regular no, Memphis? No, it's regular Memphis. It's not in Arkansas. Regular Memphis. We don't, we don't have like, murderous goth kids over there at the Liberty Bowl. Hey, they got, uh, Allegedly. They got released. <laughs> Great documentary, by the way, on HBO. I've been meaning to watch it. Which are we? What documentary? Uh, my uh, cousin. About the West Memphis Three. Yeah. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. My cousin sense. was friends with those guys. Huh. What your jackass cousin? No, no. I wouldn't um, call it a documentary. I'm Will's cousin. Welcome to Jackass. Will. No, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> Will related to all the guys from Jackass. <laughs> no. Just like he calls things stories. Like I'm like, Will, what are you doing? And he's watching like Futurama. He's like. I'm watching my stories, and I'm like, <laughs> like how Jacob's dad calls everything a bucket. Yeah, <laughs> anything that holds another thing is a bucket. <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking out of his glass water bucket right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's out of water though. After you drink enough, you're putting of it, it in your food bucket, yeah. aka your tummy. And then you're gonna have to go uh, relieve yourself in the uh, bathroom bucket, the piss bucket, the piss bucket. Which flushes into the sewer bucket. Mm-hmm. True story. I knew these guys um, who were tailgating for a Saints game, uh, playoff game, about eight years ago, like the season right after Katrina. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a big playoff game against the Eagles. Saints ended up winning and advancing to the NFC Championship game. But I was out on Poydras Street, and uh, these guys had been tailgating all day. And they didn't have a portalette or anything out there, but they had a piss bucket. They just had, like, this bucket that they put a curtain around in case, like, ladies needed to pee in it or sure. something. Being but a it, gentleman. But, yeah. classy. But, yeah, you just go and piss in the bucket. And it was this five-gallon bucket, and uh, it got oh, like a, filled. Like a Home Depot-style bucket? Like, they filled this thing up with five gallons of oh. human waste. Oh. Uh, and it was, okay. all, it was all liquid. Uh, but, uh, anyway, <laughs> to dispose of it, they just, like, picked it up. And threw it on the ground and threw, like, some kitty litter on top of it. But one dude got so drunk that he tripped and he fell face first (laughs) into the pile of kitty litter. And then from that day on, all of his friends called him Pisshead. (laughs) Why did they just pour it down the drain? That's like the worst David Lynch movie ever. Maybe the, se- maybe, uh, maybe the sewers were like really bad after Katrina or something. Piss her head. Piss her head. Oh. It's got a great soundtrack. This has been a really weird podcast. It has been. This is what happens when we take a week off and then don't plan for a podcast. Great sound. Hey, did we ever get any letters? Uh, you know, I haven't checked. Let's do that. Let's, let's do that right let's now. Check, let's check the inbox now. Check Through the magic inbox. of editing, you won't know how long it takes me to do this. We need to check in the inbox song. Boom. Yeah, we'll have to come up with little tunes for our different segments oh, oh, if we start doing... Uh, uh, for the record, no. We have received zero email. Well, that uh, is uh, some horse shit right there. If you're still listening at this point in the podcast, please uh, send us some emails, life questions, uh, you know, just uh, general advice column type stuff 
some real Dear Abby shit. Just uh, yeah. send us anything you got, man. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you can send that to... Uh, just uh, email uh, podcast at delayofgame.net. You can also hit us up at delayofgame underscore pod on Twitter or our Facebook page, Delay of Game. Just search for it. Uh, you can hit us through any one of those methods or uh, if you ever run into one of us at a bar and be like, hey, that thing you said was fucked up, uh, write it down and hand it to us and we'll address it on the podcast. Yeah, so I guess we're kind of winding down here. Um, just some uh, simple credits here. Uh, we're going to say our names, but really the one thing I've been neglecting to actually audibly say on the podcast is the uh, Creative Commons music that we're using. I've posted it uh, in the text description, but in case somebody listens to this uh, elsewhere... Uh, we've been using uh, Soul Rebel. Uh, uh, their song, uh, Aruma, is the uh, music they hear at the beginning and the ending of every uh, Delay of Game podcast. It's, uh, it's a free uh, track on uh, Creative Commons uh, licensed website. So, um, and what yeah. a great, catchy little ditty is it. It is. That little air horn at the beginning is pretty rad. Uh, Super yeah. rad. Yeah, so that's our theme song. Uh, well, it sounds like we're winding down here. Uh, I'm Jeff Gauthier. I'm Matt. Well... And I'm Jacob. Uh, that's a uh, five-week, oh, I'm sorry, five-yard penalty. <laughs> uh, we'll hopefully be back next week, uh, and we'll see you there. This is Delay of Game. <laughs>